to the rap lab. Walk, walk, walk to the rap lab. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday, so you know what that means. It's an all-new episode of the Rap Lab. It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. And ain't no father like me. It's your boy, the Rev Barber MC. And uh, unfortunately, QG could not be with us tonight. However, filling in for QG this week, a Rap Lab founder, an original. And his name is still on the artwork of the show. What's the dealio? Yep, y'all know that slogan. So without further, let me introduce y'all. Well, I, y'all know I don't need no introduction, but it's the one and only T.O., the dreads that get the bread. And like my man Smooth and the Candyman just said, what's the dealio? That question always remains to all the folks out there. And uh, yeah, yo, T.O., like, how, 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 it's good to have you back on the show, my man. Like, I got oh, to yeah. fill the people in on how you been, man. How's uh man. How's, how's North Kakalaki treating you? Uh, I guess. Woo! Oh, can I do that? Yeah. Um, nah. North North Kakalaki is good, man. You know, it's treating me great. For everybody who don't know, I'm in Charlotte as well. Yes, the home of the Nature Boy Ric Flair himself. But um, living life, staying on the grind. That's all that matters. You you seen you seen your cousin Petey Pablo yet or no? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I don't know. All right, well, when they when they remake Drumline, call me, and I'll come take a trip out there. If they remake Drum, well, they made a Drumline 2, which was corny. Oh, wow, I never knew that. Oh, yeah, Drumline yeah. 2 is out there, but... Who I was in it? It, it? Well, it was mostly... Who was the leader? Who was the band leader in the first one? Sean, right? It was mostly yeah. focused around him. So uh, he sort of took over for Dr. Lee. Nick Cannon did make a cameo appearance right. as his same character for, like, a few minutes, but that was just it. Mm, okay. Yeah, something I might uh, but, just put it on and fall asleep to. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> it, ladies, it was all right. Ladies and gentlemen, today's topic. In the past, we have covered E-40 versus Too Short. We have covered Raekwon versus Ghostface Killer. 
We even gave y'all versus battles that we wanted to see. So in continuing with the Rap Lab versus series, we gonna review the 420 special Method Man versus Red Man. Yes, to Cal and fuck Doc. Yep, so yep. before we get into the actual battle and all the uh, all the specifics, uh, Method Man, a legend in the game. Red Man, a legend in the game. Uh, when I heard they was gonna battle, I thought it was interesting because similar to Ghostface and Raekwon, I'm like, these two have done a bunch of songs together. So I was very yeah. curious as to what the selection of songs was gonna be, and. You know, this is not the first time that, like, you know, we've seen a versus where nobody was trying to win. Like, it was just a vibe. So, uh, who did Erica Badu? I keep getting, I keep getting it confused. Erica Badu went up against who? To Jill, Jill Scott. Scott. Jill Scott. There you go. So, like, Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Nobody was trying to win. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. Nobody was trying to win. Steve Harvey talked way too fucking much. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like that. I think I think he was just too happy. This is around his era, so you know he was the host. Yeah, he was yeah. annoying that day. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, now, I now, I'm surprised they didn't perform as well. I know me and QG talked about this off air. <laughs> Why didn't him and Ron Isley do the high tops from Steve Harvey show? I have no clue. That's a good question. And um, and Ray and Ghostface is safe to say. Nobody was trying to win. Snoop versus DMX RIP. Uh, safe to say nobody was trying to win. Um, mm-hmm. So um, before we uh, continue, uh, RIP to Shock G. That's, uh, oh, man, that hurts, man. That, 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 that's three losses in three weeks for hip-hop, fellas. DMX, yeah. Black Rob, and Shock G all in, all in three weeks. Yo, by the way, shout out to the New York Mets who... Uh, it's funny because Shock G not from New York, but the Mets uh, on their Twitter, they uh, had their personal DJ uh, do a uh, a Shock G tribute mix, which I thought was pretty cool. But uh, hey, man, no matter what, Shock G is always the man. Uh, always the man that put the satin in your panties. Well, I, I I gotta I gotta do a Humpty dance when I get a chance. One time. Oh yeah. But um, uh, but yeah, but don't. yeah. So like. So before we get into the battle, we go around the room, All right. and I ask an interesting question, and uh, we'll start with E first because E, you the you the resident Wu Tang guy, and no, we we know that Red Man's not Wu Tang members for for all of y'all who Honorable. like the critics out there, but he has a close relationship with Meth. But I'm gonna ask an interesting question, and E, we start with you first. Who catalog you like better, Method Man or Red Man? Method Man. <laughs> Damn, I mean, you said, that, you said that so easy. Is that woo bias? Um, you know, I tried not to be biased going into this, and I always do try. I always try to, you know, call it down the middle. It was kind of hard, but I, there's there's a couple of surprises here on my no, list. No, no, but so. I'm not I'm not talking about the battle. I mean, like taking into account their bodies of work, not the battle, but like who's. Whose music you like better? Methamen, 100%. Okay, okay. Gotcha. I feel like okay. as far as Redman, I've heard his albums. They just, it, I just, they just don't hold me the way a Methamen album would hold me. Or anybody else album more so that I like as far as like Nas or Rakim or Kane. Like, I just feel with Redman, sometimes his albums just be all over the place for me, in my opinion. One of the ones that I, I had anticipated buying and I just didn't like it too much was Doc's The Name 2000. 
there was a yeah, lot of yeah. there was a lot of hype behind that album and it had so many ads in the source and the cover art was different and then when I got it I kind of was a little disappointed and then um I gave him another chance with Malpractice and that wasn't good either. I, I didn't like Mal. I'm nah. sorry, Al. I'm agree with E. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't much fan of Malpractice. I didn't like. I'm that sorry. Doc's the name. Doc's the name, name was. I didn't like, but Malpractice though. I don't know, Al. Malpractice. <laughs> I don't know. It's something with '99 that year. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. I'm thinking of the wrong album. Sorry. Now nah, Malpractice. I agree with y'all. Because Muddy Waters and um, There's a Dark Side is dope. Those were good albums. Yeah. What the album was even dope. Oh yeah. So 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 T.O., what about you? Who catalog you like better? Uh, I hate to be the bad news. It's it's hard to tell, but I may edge meth. Edge. Barely. Because to me, I like Redman because of his energy. Meth got the energy too. But people sleep on Redman's lyrics. But yeah, as far as body is a catalog. I may go with meth by edge. I, I guess I'm the only one that's going to say Redman, and I'll tell you why. Um, what the album, There is a Dark Side and Muddy Waters. All the first three, fire, 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 right? Method Man, in my, Method Man, in my opinion. Now, I like Method Man. I'm not knocking Method Man when I say this. Takal, classic. Takal 2000 was, was passable. But when we got to Takal 0 and 421 the day after... yeah. Like if I if, if 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 Method Man's albums was a was was a bathroom, I would have had to strike a match because you know it would it would have started stinking in there. And, and no 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 disrespect to Method Man, but when I think of Takal Zero and I think of uh, Four Twenty One the day after, it's a lot of skippable tracks on the, between those two albums. So I understand. Uh, even though I think it's just, I, I think it's just yeah. more than albums too. I just, I just think it's more than albums. As Meth, Meth was, we can't say Redman wasn't thrown around a lot because he was, but Meth the man at one point when he was hot, that man was getting thrown everywhere. Yeah, word. So, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. I think Method Man edges Red at his body of work, but I hate to be the bad news. Even though I think this is good, Redman to me, I think is a better lyricist than Meth. Mm. You could make that case for Reggie, especially because earlier in his career, when he was running with uh with Eric Sermon and Keith Murray, he had some he had some classic bars and, and some classic and, moments. And, and I'm gonna tell you song. something: Method Man is not garbage because I think I no, think we never both... said Method Man is garbage. If you really want to, well, look just at just for the just for the fans, just in case I'm going that direction, it's not that. But both of them are nice. But Red Man well, is above meth. Nah, but but if you want to talk about who's had like more notoriety and mainstream success, Method Man, no question. Yeah, that's where I'm sort of edging him over Red for that. But I found it interesting this battle because these two are like best friends. They've been in movies. They have they've had a TV show together. So this you, was. Uh, yeah, you know what I like to call these two. And this may sound weird. I call it the Marcus Bennett and Mike Lowry of hip hop. What? <laughs> Why them? To me, because you look at Method Man and you look at Red Man. These are two people coming off like a hot year of 1994, right? Mm-hmm. And the moment they got on, what was it, How High off the, the show, it was like, yeah. 
oh shit, we, we see something with these two. It was like a match made in heaven. And then four years later, well, they still got together on a couple of features. But four years later, we finally get an album out of these two. Now, Redman, of course, is the Marcus Burnett. He's the comedian. He's the comedian of the hip hop. You saw it right there on the battle. And Meth, I guess he's the Mike Lowry, because you saw what <laughs> you saw what this idiot Red said about his sex symbol in hip hop. So <laughs> well, we get to that later on, leading to one specific song. So I, I call them the bad boys of hip hop. Makes sense. Well, let me uh and it's interesting because even though like we've seen like Ghostface and Raekwon, mm-hmm. these two Method Man and Red Man did two full length albums together. So yes, they did. That's what makes this all the more interesting. But let's let's get into the battle, which I feel was more of a concert. But uh, let's let's go round one. So round one, uh, Red Man comes with uh, how to roll a blunt, and Method Man comes with what the blood clot. E, what, who are you giving this round to? I'm actually gonna have to go Red Man. How to Roll a Blunt is more of a cult classic than What the Blood Clot. What the Blood Clot was more of a album cut. How to Roll a Blunt was a big standout. Mm-hmm. And you know, just for the listeners at home, this list was compiled by listening twice to this verses because if anyone at home did see the verses, you know, we had spoke off offline about this, but it was more of a performance. And it was kind of hard, even for Guys of Hot 97 and other reviews that I've heard, for them to piece it together. But personally, I feel like this is the best piece list, and it'll give you pretty much more of an accurate if you're trying to like do something competitive with the verses with um, this particular one. But once right. again, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, How to Roll a Blunt, Redman. I'm going to go with I'm going with How to Roll a Blunt, too. I guess it's unanimous, because uh, even though... Uh, what it was like? What the album versus uh to Cal? But I'm a, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Red Man on this one. So uh, Reggie's getting round one. All right. So uh, round two. This is interesting. Hardcore versus uh, Wu Tang's Shame on a Nigga. E. Oh, I'm going with Shame on a Nigga. That's you know classic verse by Meth right there. Hardcore kind of falls under the radar to those who don't know Red. Shame on a nigga is a super standout. You know, Meth killed that. And just off the voice alone and jumping on that, it's just a memorable track. I mean, ODB was the star of the show there, but, you know, Meth helped bring it to another level just with his presence. Hmm. What about what about you, uh, Tia? Based on this, based on this, I'm, I'm also going with Shame on a nigga. Hardcore. Hardcore was actually a hot song, but once again, Shame on the Nigga was a standout song. Now the next one, I can't wait to get my hands on that one. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to uh to Redman. Only because Shame on a Nigga is a Wu Tang song and not necessarily a Method Man song. Even though I love listening to Shame on a Nigga, but I feel like, see, and this is the thing that, that, that ticks me off about verses sometimes. You get guys and they'll pick songs that they were either featured on or it wasn't their song. Like, like it's not credited to them alone. You know what I mean? So, uh, It's called verses, though, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's Method Man versus Red Man, not 
Method Man's most infamous cuts versus versus Red Man. Or well, it's not Method Man as part of Wu Tang Clan versus Red Man. Like nah, I, I guess I'm I, being, I guess yeah. the listeners are gonna be like, yo, this guy is, is an asshole for being technical, but you know, I completely disagree with that because ever since the start of versus well, with the MCs, it's always the, been their cuts that that's been the, on. That's, that's the thing that's results. bothered me about some of these past verses, but you know what? So, I some give it, don't even got the catalog for that if they're doing individual songs. That's true. But you see also, like, but Meth has the catalog to do so. So that's yeah. why, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm torn, but... Redman does too, but you know, if you take away the Death Squad stuff, it definitely puts a chink in the armor. That's true. He's right. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm gonna edge. I'm gonna edge it to meth by barely. All right. So next uh, round three, To. You said you couldn't wait to talk about this, so we'll let you go first. Uh, uh, and I can't wait. And Method Man picks Shadow Boxing. As much as I love Red Man, I can't wait. I'm going with Shadow Boxing. I'm sorry. Why? Shadow Boxing. Shadow Boxing. Meth to me went off. I know. I know it ain't. He ain't the only one on it. But at the same time, I just felt like he he went off. I can't wait. I love. I can't wait. But I'm edge that one to Meth on that one. Okay. That's what, about, what about you, E? I'm actually going Redman. I can't wait. I have a tiny, small gripe. Alfred, you may actually feel me on this one. Shadow boxing. I've heard it on Rizzaverse Primo, and I don't know if there should be a rule. Well, I don't think you know. I don't honest, honestly. I don't even think these guys can keep up with that rule. But if you play something on another versus, I feel like it shouldn't be played again. And Raekwon and Ghostface had a couple cuts that they played because, you know what I'm saying, like RZA had produced some of them joints. But when I can't wait hit, it just felt different. Because when Shadowbox hit, I already had that first time feeling of when I heard it when RZA dropped that joint. You know what I'm saying? And also with I Can't Wait with Redman, that's actually my favorite Redman track. So I couldn't – it was Mm. hard for me to go against it. I actually sat there for a minute like, man, you know, shadow boxing is real, real tough though because Meth definitely shined on that song. Honestly, it should have been on his album and, you know, respect to the genius (laughs) and everything, but I felt like Meth should have maybe had that joint on to Cal or even saved that one, but I still have to go with Redman on this one. I know where you're coming from, but I'm going to slightly disagree with you from your perspective. Mm-hmm. So, the, when they played Shadow Boxing on a previous versus, now I do agree with you. Like, if if the song is previously used in a versus, then it should just be disqualified altogether. However, it's the context for me of why that song was selected in a previous versus. Mm-hmm. It's not like Jizza was in a battle and was like, "Yo, play my song." It was a producer battle right. that um that it was used in. So I was okay with Shadow Boxing being used here. Now, if it was like Jizza versus somebody else and Jizza used shadow boxing, I'd have been like, you know what? All right, come on, Meth. You could have picked something else. But because it was used in a producer battle, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it to fly in this ver allow it to fly like I'm the fucking law. But I'm gonna allow it to fly uh-huh. um in this one. And I actually, even though I like I like I can't wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Shadow Boxing only because it's off of Liquid Sword. And like I've stated previously, eons ago on this show, uh, and you can hear it in the archives, 
when we talk about uh, uh, the Wu-Tang episode, which uh, was the first appearance of Eric on this podcast. But um, back in the archives on our Wu episode, I went on the record saying that Liquid Swords was the most, was the smartest album I've ever heard to date. So I will always have an infinite amount of respect for every track that comes off that album. Like, that album is so super intellectual. So when he pulled out Shadow Boxing, I was like, all right, Meth got it. All right, round four. Now, this is where things get interesting because each man picked a verse off the same song. So round four, it was one, two, one, two. Um, e, what's your what's your analysis on this? And I've said this before on you know, our recaps. There's really no wrong answers here. It really just is really just based on your personal taste, you the listener, us, you know, the host. But this one right here, and I try to avoid ties as much as I can. I really, really do. I'll go back and listen to my to listen to the track myself if I have to, which I had to do. I gave this one to Meth. Both of them killed this joint. I actually wish this track got more play on the radio. But Method Man, just for me, he edged him out slightly on this one. So I had to give it to Meth. Right. Okay. I want to make a point before we get to T.O., if that's okay. Yeah, that's um, fine. So at the top of this show, I did, I now, uh, about 20 minutes ago, I did say that it was going to be, I found it interesting because these two have done two full length albums together. And this song is off of one of the albums they did together. This is off yeah. of the first Blackout. So. And like you said, you try to avoid ties, but I had to do... They picked the same song, so rather than trying to determine whose verse was better, I just called it down the middle of draw. Mm -hmm. Because on that song, I really legitimately couldn't decide who had the better verse, so I just chalked one up to the game and just said, all right, we're going to give it to both of these guys. It was hard to choose, because especially with those two, because... You know, they proved during this versus that they are definitely top three all-time performers. Yeah. And when you have those two together, it's really, really hard to choose who's better or who got it. A lot of people in the recaps that I've heard had said ties. And, you know, I respect it. Me, I just really try to just try to pick somebody. Like, there's a gun to my head. There's there's one round here where I'm going to tell you that, like, I almost had to had to give it a tie, but we'll get to that later. But T.O., you up, man. Uh, you know what the sad part is? I agree with both of y'all because they both kill it. I have to be the one to be the bad news once again, but I'm going to edge that to Red. Why Red? I felt like he, besides both of them kill it, it was something about that verse, that second verse, especially when he was like, when he said something about, I don't lighten out the arms rating, your guard should pray next year, I'm going to do more than Y2K. Mm. I think he, they both went off. It's, yeah. it's like, and I agree with Al at one point that it could be a tie, but just a slight edge. I'm going to be the Russian judge. I'm going to give it to Red. <laughs> you know what I find interesting? I wonder, because Red Man went first. So I don't know if Method Man had something else in mind. And then when he heard that song, he just decided, he was like, yo, fuck it, I'm going to just do my verse. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, that's a, po- that's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I think so, because he kind of just jumped in. Remember, this wasn't as organized as the others, so they right. kind of mm-hmm. just went off performance. So you're right. He did kind of just jump in and spit his verse, and we but paired it as it was a matchup. Even though, yep. and this is the interesting thing, like if you go back and watch it, just from watching Method Man and his demeanor, I don't think that that was a planned thing, like you said. Like, I don't think, you know, I think he heard the song, and then rather than go with something else, he, he just was like, all right, let me, since this is what he he pulled out, let me try to, to get him with, with with my verse, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but okay. Uh, round five, Red Man had React. Method Man had dangerous ground. Uh, uh, yo, since you just made an audible noise, what's your what's your verdict? I may go with Meth. Okay. That's no disrespect. That's no disrespect to Red Man, even though that's an Eric Sermon track. But you know, Red did his thing on that track. But Meth was on another level with dangerous grounds. And shout out to Street Life too. Word up. What about you, E? What you what you got for us? I'm going with Meth. I, man, you know, I don't want to sound like sour grapes or anything, but like, I wasn't a big fan of React when it first came out. I felt like really? it was too trendy. I felt like he was trying to go with um, kind of the sample. Eric Sermon more so was trying to go in with, with the samples that was going on during that time. Because if I'm not mistaken, Jay Z had the uh, Punjabi MC. Um, that joint out, and it had like the little Indian sounding joint. So when I heard React, I felt like he was just trying to um, like blend in like with, with the popular sound at the time. And I know Timberland was doing a couple of things too with the, you know, Indian samples Indian and flute. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, the Indian flute. Right, right. So with Dangerous Grounds, it kind of went back to the essence of street records. I agree. And even the chorus, you know, it kind of, it was just super street and. I kind of favor more of, of the hardcore street joints when it comes to like old school rappers and the hip hop and stuff. And, you know, commercial joints are cool and everything like that. And it takes a special artist to make a popping commercial song. But with React for me, it just didn't hit. It just that that beat was, was super annoying, too. Um, also, I thought it was all right. Yeah, it just gets me. Even when I was listening to it during the verses, and even on the recap, I was just like, ah, man, this damn song. Yo, off topic. Was this the time when Eric Sermon changed his name to Eric Onassis? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. You're right. Um. Also, guys, yeah, don't forget. After this um, round five, we got to do our um score joints. Yeah, I was just gonna get to that. So, um, and after the first five, uh, the way I have it scored. I've got a Method Man three rounds, Red Man one, and one is and round four was a draw. Okay. What about what about you, E? See, I got one, two for Red Man, so that means I got one, two, three for Method Man. I got three for Meth. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, no. Yeah, I got three for Meth. So two for Red. Yeah, two for red. All right, round six. Red Man, What I'm Gonna Do Now versus Method Man, uh, Y-O-U, his verse. I was I thought Red was actually going to jump in on that one. He did. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he, he did. did his, his, yeah, I think he did do his verse on it because they, they both performed it, but we're counting Method Man's verse because technically Red Man went twice. So we would okay. just kind of cut Red's verse and just take Mess verse and go against uh, what I'm going to do now. 
I knew something was wrong when I watched that. I was like, something right. I think yeah. Red went twice. Right, yeah. This that's why this um list here is like constructed like very, very carefully. I had to watch it twice to do this list. Okay, so who we giving it to, fellas? Red. I'm going with meth. Yo, this is this is gonna be a three way split. I'm going to draw. Oh man. <laughs> really? Yeah. I couldn't call it in this round. Cause you know what it is, and 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 please, the listeners out there, don't kill me for this. But mm-hmm. in their catalogs, I never cared for either song, to be honest mm-hmm. with y'all. So gotcha. w- when I heard this round out, it was just whatever to me. Like I I was just like, okay. I'll oh really? That. Whatever, man. <laughs> you said whatever. Whatever, man. I feel that. Exactly what I said. Whatever, man. Uh, speaking of whatever, man, round seven, whatever, man versus the Riddler. Talk to me. Oh, man. Thank you for letting me go first, because I got a I got a gripe here. Uh, another gripe. I do oh. against my own guy. Um, I'm giving this to Redman, not because of my gripe, but whatever, man, is it's just Redman being Redman. There is vintage red right there. Um, Method Man, the Riddler. I love that song, especially when it came out. It hit. And, you know, he joked that it helped Batman, I think it was Batman Begins, sell a lot of um, records, even though he did joke and say Seal helped out, too, because Kiss from a Rose was a classic. And what I didn't like is Meth didn't remember his verse from the Riddler, and they kind of brushed it off, and Redman, too, brushed it off and saying, ah, it's okay, you know, you don't, this is verses, you don't have to know your verse, you don't have to have it memorized, no. Especially that, that treat that we got from Raekwon and Ghost, they pulled out songs, I mean, towards the end, because those guys got drunk, and it was the end of verses, and it was pretty much a rap. I think they for, were forgetting verses in the OT rounds, and nobody was even counting, but in the Thicket Things, early on, Nah, man. Beth, he, he's a way better MC than that. And I give credit to him because I think it's been five years, he said. He hasn't cursed in a record. That takes a lot of talent. So yeah. as far as an MC, he's better than that. And he, I feel like, should have brushed up on you know, his list that he was coming with because they even t- spoke with Scratch during the verses and saying, oh, you know, we're just going to go off whatever it is you're throwing out there. I feel like it got it has to come more um constructed. And there's been verses where artists have even DMX, rest in peace. You know, people were ruling him out when it came to him against Snoop Dogg. People were saying that Snoop was gonna beat him. And a lot of people had DMX beating um Snoop at the end of it because I feel DMX came and crafted and strategically put all the verses and songs that he used. And I feel like when Meth said that and Redman co-signed that. It, it, it was a shot to the heart for me, man. And they got to take it a little more serious when, with learning the words and and doing that performance. And I'm not taking away from the performance in general, but that part right there, it definitely, definitely, definitely made me hit the brakes a little bit and just like, yo, guys, come on. But Redman gets that one for me. What about you, T.O.? I, I, I forgot. I, I was surprised he sort of stumbled on his words, but uh, it... It's a it's tough because I may edge red on that one. Don't oh. get me wrong, Math the Man did his thing on there, even though you know red is on there too. But I have to go with red by edge. Well, 
this is a Candyman versus rule, but Uh-oh. if you are not inebriated and you forget or stumble over your words, you automatically lose the round in my book. Not only that, but what? Not only that, but whatever, man, is uh, one of my favorite Red Man songs, especially because it's an Eric Sermon track. So uh, I'm gonna go and and it's off Muddy Waters, which is my favorite Red Man album. So I'm I'm my bias is kicking in, but I'm I'm giving that to Red. All right, I like it. I respect uh, it. Yep. Yep, that that's y'all gonna hear a lot of Candyman rules when we do these verses reviews, and that's one of them. You, you, listen, you you forget you forget your verse or forget the words, and you ain't drunk. That's that's why uh, Ghost and Ray got a pass for me. <laughs> Red, Red man, you you didn't drink no Ciroc. Uh, Method man, sorry, you ain't drink no Ciroc. So uh, Red gets that round. Next round, round eight. Uh, Red man pulled up pulled out full cooperation, and Method man with breakups to makeups. Mm. E, what you think? I'm going full cooperation, Redman. Um, I, I agree. Breakups to makeups is a decent commercial song. It was all right. And let me tell you something. Listening to D'Angelo, it, it made me realize how great he is as a singer and just how legendary his voice is. That's that's the only thing I kind of took from hearing that when it dropped in the car. Man, that D'Angelo, man, he's something else. I feel like he needs a little more respect than he get. But... Full cooperation, Death Squad, that hits. When they dropped that track, I was like, oh, man, I can't believe I forgot this joint, man. I had to go put that back in a playlist. El Nino, that album, I mean, it it, it, it was all right. It could have been a little better. I thought they was going to take it back to, you know, the early 90s of Boom Bap stuff. But full cooperation was a super standout. And big up to Keith Murray, man. We got the same birthday. I ain't even know May 29th was his birthday, man. Shout out to him. He came out rocking the jersey with the 29. A lot of jerseys I get that are customized. I put the 29 on it too. So shout out to oh, him. Oh man, when he came out doing the get lifted, I was I was lifted. <laughs> yeah, man. He killed that sh- he killed that shit. He killed a full cooperation, but Redman always holds his own. So I got to give it to him on that. And he was last. He had the last verse. Yes, sir. So you giving this so y'all giving this round to Red? I'm giving it to Red. I mean, Breakup to Makeup is a great commercial success, but if I was to choose between them, I'm going with the like the straight, energetic hip hop type song with full cooperation. And it was a death squad shit. I'm gonna be alone in my in this round, but I'm going breakups to makeups only because uh in my opinion, that was the song the single for Takal two thousand. So Really? No my, yeah, I think so. Well, at least what I prefer to listen to. So. Right, 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 right. I got you. You know me. Anything with singing. Yeah, it. yeah. I figured Shack. that when you first said. Yeah. That's, I, uh, that's why I'm surprised. I was like, if he picks Red Man, so this ain't the smooth I know. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, man. Uh, all right. Next, we got a, we got a, we got another track from Blackout. We got big dogs um, in round nine. Reds verse versus Meds verse. T.O. Man, they, bro, they both were big dogs. I'm calling it a draw. I'm sorry. <laughs> e, what you say? Man, um, that actually was on Method Man's album, too, as one of the bonus cuts. So let I, me ask you a question. Um, because in my... Um, 
according to my research, because you know, because I do know that it was on Takal two thousand, but yeah. Takal two thousand, if I'm not mistaken, dropped before Blackout did, didn't it? Because did. Takal yep. two thousand ninety eight, and mm-hmm. they they recycled the song for the they joint did. album in ninety nine the next year. Yep, but. So whose song are we classifying this as? Or is this a Method Man song or is it truly a group song? It might have been a group song because it was done together and they might have just let Meth have it because his joint came out first. Um, I'm actually going to give it to Redman as far as his verse being better. On that particular one, I felt his energy more. <clears throat> Meth always comes with the smooth, laid back, lyrical this with big is dogs, why I call him Martin, and that's why I call him Marcus and Mike. <laughs> right, right. And with big dogs, I just needed energy on that, especially with the bead and, you know, the sample, the hook. And Redman brought that for me, so I got to give it to Reggie. No, I'm going. I'm. I'm going to agree with To. I'm going draw, because <laughs> again, similar, similar to uh, one two one two. I couldn't. I understand what you said about the energy, but I'm also basing it off my recollection of the actual studio track off the album. And I just couldn't pick, even though the live performance does play into a versus, I couldn't, I just couldn't make a decision. Fail you. Uh, I can't wait for this one. Round 10, got my mind made up. Both of them uh, uh, went with their verses. Uh, T.O., since you can't wait, you go first. (laughs) Inspect the deck. Yes, I said it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, this one I'm gonna edge to red. Okay. I'm gonna edge. I'm a, I think red. In my opinion, I think Redman had the best verse on the entire song. I mean, no disrespect to the one of the goats, Tupac, and you know the dog pound, Daz, and Corrupt. They all killed it. Meth killed it too. I gotta go with red. He came. He he had the last verse. Well, commercial wise, before they cut Dex part out. Yeah, but red. I'm going with Red on that one. He smoked all of them. What about what about you, E? I'm actually going with Red. T.O.'s right. He had the best verse. And help, maybe going last helped him out a little bit too. But maybe they put him last because he did have the best verse. I feel like, you know, Method Man, he did the hook. It was good. He did his thing on his verse. But Red just cleaned it up, giving it to Red. Here's my feeling. When I was watching this, and even before this battle, if if somebody would have came and told me that they were going to play a Tupac song during this versus, I'd have been like, man, fuck out of here. They not doing that. But, and yeah, and and just for everybody that knows, anybody that knows me knows that Pac is my, and I've said it on this show so many times throughout throughout the course of, of the history of the Rap Lab, Pac is my favorite rapper of all time. So when I heard Got My Mind Made Up, I was shocked like a motherfucker. I was like, I, was I wasn't. No, I was pleasantly surprised and happy. Like, yeah, forgive me for this, but I enjoyed the fact that they went and grabbed a Pac song so much. I didn't even score. I didn't even score it around. I gave it to both of them because I was just like, I. And, like, it's also crazy because, like, when you think of All Eyes on Me, this is not the first, second, or third track that comes to mind. So the fact, like, they went back and grabbed this song, I was like, yo, like, I fucked with it. I got, 
it was a feel good moment for me personally. So I didn't critique it or or score it or judge it because my Pac bias. But so I gave it to, uh, I gave it to both of them. Damn, y'all got quiet on me. Just a lot of time, man. (laughs) I know it's hard, and I'm trying to make that a thing with the verses. I'm trying not to give out as many ties as I think in the first recap. This is tough. Yeah, it is tough. It is. Uh, Can we talk about halftime real quick? Oh, yeah. So, two things in this halftime. Uh, First of all, shout out to the DJ, because... during halftime, uh, DJ Scratch, man, yo, yo, DJ DJ Scratch, man, like, yo, much respect to that dude. That dude is a legend. Uh, yo, had, before you had, go out, you know, yeah. you know how many times we tell people to give their, you know, give artists their flowers. We got to give producers their flowers too, man. 100%. Yo, Scratch did his thing. Yeah, he did. He, he did his thing. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, DJ Scratch uh, came up with EPMD, if memory serves correct. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, DJ Scratch did his thing. Had my head bobbing during that halftime, but also something that that uh, I was shocked by because you know with allegations going on and whatnot, these guys called Russell Simmons on the phone Word. during the halftime and had yo your man Redman told him what do you, who was the one that made the meth man talk about yo when you looking at the bed look like Fragile Star. <laughs> <laughs> and actually called Russell because the. I don't even know how they got Russell on the phone because they was talking about Leor Cohen. If, if, like I was just like, I was watching no. that and I'm just and I and Russell I called them. I, yeah, he called in and they gave him the phone. But like, I was watching it and you know I'm just chilling, whatever. And then they hand him the phone and I wasn't expecting that at all. Like I was about to actually fast forward to get to the rest of the battle so I could critique it. And <laughs> ooh, sorry. And they um they was in, they was on actually not even just a phone call they was on Facetime with Russell Simmons. Yes, it was. And Russell Simmons is not is not a is not a well liked guy in rap or not even not even rap but like amongst women in the world right now. Word. That's He's more liked than Steve Harvey in hip hop though. I'll tell you that much. Oh. <laughs> but like, do you do you think that was the right thing to do for them to interrupt the verses for them to talk to Russell or no? I, you know what the thing is? I think it's because it's Def Jam, you know, Russ, you know, I, I just think because they helped make Def Jam money. That's me. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Russell gave him a chance and it worked out. Right. Method Man was on Def Jam. Yeah, I agree. I, Russell's I, their guy, you know. I, I will say this because um, anytime that we, uh, we, we critique a versus on the Rap Lab, I usually read the comments that are going on in the chat as the yeah. verses is going on. And mm-hmm. when they took that call from Russell Simmons, there was a lot of inflammatory comments from women in the comment section. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one comment, I actually had to screenshot this because I, I, I was like, yo, somebody's big mad. But one chick commented, uh, "It's re- and I quote, it's really amazing in the most unsurprising way how men in the industry fully ignore the many, many documented allegations against Russell Simmons, unless, of course, they're attempting to refute them. And I was like, what? Mm. I mean, she has a point. There's been a lot of allegations against this guy. Yeah. Somebody no, understand somebody, where she's coming from. Somebody even in the comments said, uh, 
the rapist is calling on the phone in, an, in another country where he escaped prosecution for his crimes. And I'm just like, and I'm and I'm just like, yo, like what's going on? And then I had to actually Google it and read up on it because I was like, yo, what are they talking about? But allegedly, uh, so he wouldn't get prosecuted for these sexually deviant crimes. He hopped on a plane and went to Indonesia, as the story is told. But yeah, I, I screen I screenshotted a lot of these comments. Uh, somebody said uh, the Red and Meth verses was the escape I needed until it turned into a Russell Simmons love fest. I swear, loving hip hop as a black woman is hard sometimes. So, mm-hmm. and then the last comment I screenshotted, uh, and this was actually from a guy. He said, uh, the same Russell Simmons who's been accepted by over 20 women of sexual assault, rape, and harassment it has the nerve to call in and FaceTime from the comfort of his bedroom. Is that the same bedroom the crimes went down in? Mm. Oh, man. I, I think they both were shocked that he called. So, I mean, I get it because you can't really tell the story of any Def Jam artist in that era or prior without Russell. But I don't know. They could have, because they were getting some flack for that in the comments. Yeah. I, I figured they were. But, so let me just ask real quick, because I feel like this is a topic we couldn't ignore as far as the verses. Um, necessary, I mean, was, was that cool, uncool, or, or you didn't care for it too much? Eh? As far as them calling him or him calling in? Yeah. Or them taking the call during the verses. It seemed like it was unexpected. Uh, <laughs> I hope the decision wasn't theirs to do that because he kind of needs to lay low. I could have did without it, you know. Um, they, yeah, he is a part here. of their he is a part of their history. But you know, when has he been like puffy and been all in the videos and doing all this stuff? And never, you know, yeah. So I think he kind of, kind of just should have laid low and maybe give the flowers behind the scenes or yeah, not he, a public presence right now. He, he could have made a tweet or made a post on some social media. Given yeah, a- I think that was, I thought that was a bad look, in my opinion. Even though it was cool because you know he helped, he helped their careers as well. But at the same time. It's like, man, Russell's in a whole lot of trouble. I'm surprised to even see he was even on FaceTime. Showed his face. And they showed his they showed his uh his screen on the camera. Yeah. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, I, knew, <laughs> I was like, I, I knew nigga was gonna get a little bit of a backlash on that. <laughs> but <Yeah>. uh <laughs> resuming with the battle, um oh, we gotta do our scores. Yeah, we're gonna do the scores. Uh, rounds, round six through ten, which is five rounds, because six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, E, what do you have from six through ten? Total, I had a red four to one for those. So, the grand total is red man six, met the man four. Uh, for me, it's, uh, this is actually funny. Uh, method man one, red man one, and three draws. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> My um, man, my man, my man playing Uno in the back, yo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tio? Let me see. Who did I give it to? I gave Meth. Yeah, it was Meth six? Did I give him six? Wait, did we got to? Oh yeah, Red Man six. Sorry, Meth Man three and one draw, which was the one two verse. No, sorry, the Big Dogs verse. Okay. All right, round eleven is where things get interesting again. Yep. We got Method Man's verse off the What, which is a Biggie song, and uh, Red and uh, Red Man went with Pick It Up. 
Oh, boy. This is going to be good. Go ahead, T.O. Yo, Red, I love you dearly. But your man, Meth, going toe-to-toe with Biggie, I'm going with the what? I thought Meth edged Biggie out on the song regardless. But pick it up. I mean, if your weed's on the floor, pick the uh, motherfucker, pick it up. But I got to go with Meth. The what was a cult classic, a duo classic between him and Biggie, and Meth just went off. What about you, E? Giving it to Meth. I wish Red would have saved Pick It Up for the later rounds, but he pulled out the big gun right after halftime. The what is almost unbeatable. That verse, he did everything in that verse. He was charismatic. He was lyrical. And Biggie was there. So it's hard to top. Pick It Up is a dope song. It's an easy chorus to remember. It's easy to quote. The what is just hard to beat. So I'm giving it to Meth. Yeah, it's hard to beat the what. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna also give it to Meth because now y'all know I like to sing the hooks, right? But Oh boy. Here no, we go. hold on. There, but the beat, when I heard wow, 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 I was like, oh shit. No, this nigga didn't. So I gave it to like the what is my favorite Biggie song in all actuality. So when I heard that, and also the historical significance behind that track, um, Master Man is the only featured rapper on on Ready to Die. He is. So when he pulled that out, I said, "Ding, ding, ding!" There's there's the winner. So wow, Matt, I think this is our first unanimous decision. Uh, we gave it. We we got meth in uh, round eleven. All right, round twelve. Another interesting, another interesting round. Uh, we got round and round versus Superman Lover three. Uh, as much as I love meth, I'm going with red. Don't get me wrong. His verse, his verse was hot on the Jonelle remix, but Superman Love is a classic. I'm sorry. Plus, plus, I like how he pulled out the cake. What about you, E? Because I heard you had a reaction. What? You you disagree? Yeah. Uh, vintage meth. Vintage commercial meth. Vintage uh, chick song meth on round and round. You know, he, that's <laughs> that's the one where, where the ladies just scream and throw themselves at him when he do verse like that and songs like that. So I had to give it to meth. I mean, Superman lover definitely don't get the love that it should. And they were saying during the verses that Flex actually showed a mad love when it came out and he played that song for Red on the radio. I just have to go with meth. That song round and round is is it's it's an easy listen. It's an everybody song. It's universal. And the for funny the girl. part is what versions do they play? They play the remix with meth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah, so that's easy pick for me. I'm going with meth on that. I'm gonna go red. Similar to uh other artists who make series of songs with the same name and put them on every album, like how EPMD had Jane and so on and so forth. For the first couple of albums, Redman had a Superman lover on every album. And uh hey man. Sure did. I'm I'm going with I'm going with Redman on this one. Uh I, I never because and honestly speaking, when I heard that they were gonna do this versus I would not have have expected any of the Superman lovers to make the verses cut. But, I mean, round and round, don't get me wrong. I like round and round, but yeah, I, heard, me too. I, I heard Superman lover and was like, all right, Red, let's go. All right. 
Round 13, Method Man, Gonna Love Me Remix, Red Man, Serial Killer. Mr. Rev Barber, your opinion, please. I'm going with Red Man, Serial Killer off the Blackout album. And they said that a lot of fans request that they do this song at their concerts. I just don't see it as a concert song. It's more of a dope listen to me. You know, you just play it in the cut. As far as Gonna Love You Remix with Tiana Taylor... I know Ghostface had brought this song out. And once again, I just feel the kind of way when I just hear the same song twice. And especially, it's not no producer this time. You know, it's two artists that are yeah. uh, using the song. So I felt like Meth has more in the chamber. And even could have yeah. went on any of the cuts that he did with Master Killer. And I'm surprised he ain't even bringing out one of them joints out. Right. Silverback, anything. But yeah, I'm going red on this one. I'm clearly going with red. I mean, that's no disrespect to Meth, and, you know, shout out to Tiana Taylor as well, but Redman off the back. I was just, I was just joined on to the classic called Serial. First of all, every time I listen to this song, I think of that one scene in the Jimmy Fox show. Y'all remember that scene when they both were going after, what's her name, Nicole, and they were playing Serial Killer in the studio, going after her? That shit makes me laugh all the time. Wow. You know what surprised me about this round is the is the fact that I guess because Redman went last, but I feel like if Method Man had picked Serial Killer, Redman would have just followed suit because they're on the same song. Do you do you mm-hmm. think so? Yes, no. I I could see uh, that happening. Maybe maybe but, so. It, it, but, it's, a, it's a possible chance. But I don't care. For Gonna Love Me Remix, I, I really don't. I'm not a Tiana Taylor fan. I, I I know her more for being Mrs. Iman Shumpert than I do for her music. So, I'm uh, surprised you to say the, uh, what was that, Super Sweet 16? Man, don't get me started. I, I personally <laughs> I just hate Tiana Taylor. So the Candyman bias came out and Red automatically got the nod. I know, I know the oh, people good. out there that's all good. It's probably saying I'm the worst versus judge ever, but hey. No, um, no, no. You're way better than Rosenberg. Yo, don't, don't, listen, don't get me started on Peter Rosenberg and his, and his boyfriend Ebro, all right? Rosenberg. Uh, oh, damn. Listen, let me, you know what? Since, since y'all have brought it up, let me, talk to, let, me, let me talk to y'all about Hot 97. Uh-oh. For, for Uh-oh. Get him. Uh, yo, Rosenberg, I appreciate what you try to do sometimes because in times of racial inequality you have stuck up for the brothers on numerous occasions you too ebro however y'all are supposed to be y'all y'all proclaim to be knowledgeable old school hip-hop fans and y'all commenting left and right about these ver and not just this verses but all these verses before but then when I listen to y'all show in the morning, y'all don't ever talk about these people. Y'all don't ever play their songs. Mm-mm. Y'all ever listen to Ebro in the morning? They play Man. the same records that's in yep. rotation the whole day on their song, but y'all want to comment classic and put right. the fire emojis in the comments, talk and the 100 emoji in the comments. Right. But y'all don't do nothing. See, and this is why... And I said this on the Rap Lab previously, and this is the shit that pisses me off. Is like, 
Y'all, y'all proclaim, y'all proclaim to be, and 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 they're in the media. Media personalities are responsible for for keeping artists relevant, right? Partly them and them and the DJs and the record label, because the record label also gotta push you. So, Method Man and Red Man are legends of the game. But if you was like some ten year old kid who's trying to get into hip hop, and like you may not have an internet connection, and the only time you get to hear rap. Is when you know, you 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 hop into your, your your parents' car and they drive you wherever, and they just happen to have Hot 97 on. They're not gonna know who Method Man and Red Man is just from listening to Hot 97. No way. And then no like way. like I understand that like Hot 97 sometimes I think it's on like Thursdays or maybe during the lunch hour when people are on lunch like between 12 and one they may do like a throwback mix, but one hour a day. Not even playing full songs, like that's not doing nobody no justice. That's not preserving the history and teaching about the culture. So, as, and you I, know what? I'm glad you mentioned full songs. Wait, wait, and before I, I, before I let you go, Tio, I just want to say, like, I'm pretty sure Rosenberg and Ebro, they've been on Hot 97 for like what almost a decade now. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that one of them, or even both of them, have enough pull to go to somebody and say, I want to play this record on our show tomorrow morning. That should be Ebro. He's in charge. Exactly. And then even so, and this is a, another point, I don't know if y'all are familiar with with, uh, with the Apple and, and their like Apple Music service, but there's a free radio station that Apple gives out called Beats One Radio. Ebro is the host mm. of Beats One Radio. And even on Beats One Radio, which is not regulated by FCC, so I'm pretty sure he can do whatever he wants, he don't play classic shit there neither. The oldest song I've ever heard him play was Jumpman by Drake and Future. You call so you that a classic? Older song, not that classic. Ain't no classic. That ain't shit. Not classic, but I mean, that's the oldest song I've heard him play. And, so, and then it... Yeah, go ahead. So... You mean to tell me that neither Ebro or Rosenberg, guys who know about all this old classic hip-hop, none of them would have the mock, enough moxie or balls to be like, let me play a Method Man track uh, tomorrow morning. You know when the next time they're going to play a Method Man or Red Man song on Hot 97? When, God forbid, one of them passes away. Yep. You know what's coming. Only on the trip, because even so... They, uh, the other day, I just happened to be driving in my car, and I had Hot 97 on, going to the doctor. And what did I hear? I heard Whoa by Black Rob. Before Black Rob died, when was the last time Whoa was spun on Hot 97? Somebody tell me. Man, I'm probably going to say 2000. <laughs> 2000. Even, even, even when they do, like, bad boy tribute mixes, it's always um, Biggie, maybe one May song, Feel So Good. But they never touch Black Rob. Right. And now they all of a sudden... 24 hours to live. Exactly. But now all of a sudden he's dead, so let's play Whoa, because he's dead. So the next time you may hear Method Man or Red Man on Hot 97 or any one of these radio mainstream radio stations will probably be when one of them is or both of them is no longer here anymore. And that's the end of what I got to say. And they have the nerve to say during their recaps, like, I think about this song every day. Like, they so- they say that about certain songs that are dope. It's like, if y'all think about the songs, then use your poem, play the damn song on the radio, and educate the youth. Exactly. Man, 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty away. sure they. I'm pretty sure they did that with DMX too. Oh, of course. Yeah, we we talked about this a while ago. I'm, I'm glad Alfred got his time to to let it out too, because I let these guys matter of fact. I'm gonna even go on the record and say this: out of all the radio personalities in New York radio that's currently going today, the only one I give any any credit any ounce of credit to is Angie Martinez because during her yep. show on Power 105.1, she'll sometimes play some old stuff, especially if she's interviewing an artist that had music out 20 years ago. Like when she when, when she interviewed Nas, she played classic Nas songs. Well, she's interviewed so many legends on the show, she's played their old stuff. She's the only one. Everybody else, Cypher Sounds, Bobby Condes, none of them. They, they, they don't play shit. God yeah, forbid you listen puppets. to the God forbid you listen to the Breakfast Club. You definitely not hearing nothing old. Tuh. So, and shame on you, DJ Envy. But I could go on all night. We got a versus finish recap. <laughs> but uh, and, I had and and, I had and that was your breaking news, people. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot for you to do the bulleted thing, Tio. My bad. But uh, not so good. <laughs> round 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 fourteen. Squad up by Method Man and Red Man went with Nutshell Two. E, what's your thoughts? Going with Squad up. I've been I'm at Yankee Stadium. Up. Yeah, I've been at Yankee Stadium when they play that joint, and I had a Shazam it one time. I'm like, yo, what's this? It's my guy Meth. And yeah. It can, they did a little custom song for those guys, man. And, you know, Nutshell was cool. Good posse cutting and everything. But Squad Up is just hard. And then they brought Street Life out. Even though Yo, they messed was audio there, was up. There, was, there, was there an error on that particular performance, Squad Up? Yeah, they messed the audio up. And Street Life let them have it. Yeah. It like, you know, everybody else who came out, man, got their time. And except me, right? You know, poor Yo, Street Life was not having it. He's like, blame it on Ellis. He's like, wait, that's not, my name's not Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> <What's that>? uh, word. <laughs> what about you, T.O.? I'm going to go with Meth and Squad Up. I love Nutshell Part 2, don't get me wrong, but Squad Up, too hard. Way too hard. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. Just, that's, just, that's just a fire track from both Meth and Street. Yeah, it's a banger. All right, this next round, very interesting, very, very now interesting. This, I, this is where it's going to get I had a, from I had a difficult time. So round 15, both posse cuts. Method Man went with Grand Finale, which uh, was on the Belly soundtrack, which is uh, him, DMX, uh, Nas, and no. Ja Rule, even though I believe Ja Rule was only on the hook, if my memory serves yeah, correct. Yeah. But, yeah, however... That song holds a special place in my heart, and I know if QG was here, he would enjoy that song because they sampled the beat from the skit from NWA, Niggas for Life, which I right. always appreciate. And then uh, I kind of felt a certain type of way about Redman picking 4-3-2-1 because they ain't oh, played fast first. No one cares. We, we don't care about that no verse. one cares. I'm a no-limit soldier. That's why they booked Oh, my God, bro. Yeah, you should have stayed off the books. That's what you should have done. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot, a lot of people wouldn't know that Master P was on that song had they just listened to the radio version because when they played it here on Hot 97, they didn't really play P's verse. And then when the video came out, I saw P in it. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, a lot. So quick backstory. If you buy the LL Cool J album that that song was on, I believe it was Phenomenon, right, Mac? Yes, it was, sir. 
So if you cop Phenomenon or even LL Cool J's All World Greatest Hits, Masterpiece Verse is not on 4321. If you hear it on the radio, if you hear it on the radio, Masterpiece Verse is not on the album version. It's not on the it's not on the radio version. It's only in the music video. Which shout out to Keith rocking that Terrell Davis jersey. Well, technically the video came out after the radio version. He was just added on later. The album was already done without him, so. I so that's the reason why. There was going to replace. It was, it, yeah, go ahead. It was a business move anyway. Yeah, because the whole cannabis thing. I think they was going to take cannabis's verse completely out and just put P's verse to fit it in, but they wound up just putting cannabis's verse anyway. There's right. actually a version without cannabis, but it has P in it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the one they probably was running with, and they were probably like, nah, LL looking salty. Let's just keep cannabis's verse on. But I'm sure it was. But however. Both of these tracks are hard. I had a really difficult time and didn't know which one to choose. So y'all gonna kill me, but I said draw. Al, I'm sorry. I'm with you, man. <laughs> See, this one I, I told understand. you. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll tell you, the next few rounds are gonna be tough for me. Yeah, I could understand it being a draw for this one. I tried, I tried my hardest to pick a winner and just couldn't. And you, after the versus battle... Even further, because I did this for a couple of rounds, I played the two songs back-to-back behind each other and just mm. could not. And you know what? Everybody knows about 4-3-2-1. That's a classic. But I feel like not a lot of people know about Grand Finale because I feel like a lot of people haven't heard the Belly soundtrack. Yeah, and that was the lead single. Yeah. And they had that video, that funny-ass video. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Had clips of the movie and had them on bikes and stuff like that. And um, but not based on the video. I'm picking meth is hard because I feel like Redman definitely shined in 4321 amongst a lot of great MCs I was on that including my man DMX. But I feel like Meth had the best verse in Grand Finale, even better than Nas. And for me Did he go last? Did he go last on that song? Um I believe he went he first. He did. No, he went first. Meth oh, had the first, first verse. DMX had the last. DMX had a set last verse. DMX had the last. And right. Ja and Ja was on the hook. The hook, yeah. But Meth opened up really good. Nas verse was all right. DMX, you know, just doing what DMX do. It's hard to take away from that. But I felt like Meth kind of he stood out for me on that one. So I had to give him that because I felt like he bodied the track out of everybody with red. He did his right. thing, but I feel like X took that one so. I'm giving this round to Meth based on that. All right. So let's uh, recap this. Rounds 11 through 15. The way I score it, um, I have Method Man 2, Red Man 2, and one draw. Total, I got Method Man winning 8 to 7 so far. Okay. A little comeback by Meth. What about you, T.O.? Oh, boy. I got eight red, five meth, and two draws. Okay. All right. Round 16, I had a issue. I had a problem. Not an issue, but I had a problem with. However, I did not call this one a draw. Really? Uh, oh, yep. you got to go first. I need to hear this. Method Man's Bring the Pain versus Red Man's Time for Some Action. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. When I think of Red Man, Time for Some Action is one of the first songs I think about. However, Method Man bring the pain with the 
Shout y'all out know to the me, Jonathan Butler. And y'all, y'all, y'all know me. Whenever, whenever somebody harmonizes or sings, that's the that's that's the tiebreaker. So, uh, and also, um, you know what's interesting? He played the Takal version of "Bring the Pain," even though I would have preferred to hear the Missy Elliott version. Because mm. I personally like the Missy version better. I know I'm in the minority when I say that, but. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with meth on this one by a narrow edge. As much as I love Red, I'm glad he played the Takal version because that was because that was one of my favorites anyway yeah. for meth, regardless. And it's still gonna be one of my favorite songs. Time for some action is hard, but Bring the Pain is just that commercial hit. It is. It just he just went off the moment the beat start. He just he just knew. Way to go with that song. It was over. I got to go with Meth on that one. Surprise, surprise. I'm going with Redman. Really? Why? Yeah. So. I, 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 <laughs> debatable. Debatable. It, and listen, if I were to give any song a tie, it'd be this one. I have no ties on my list. But this one was the one I sat with the longest. They're the same song. These two songs... Boxers come out to him, big fight feel. It's it makes you just want to get up, throw your hands, shadow box, work out. Red's energy did it for me, man. And I love meth. Meth was meth on this with his charisma, his lyrics. But Red is just jumping out of your seat at you with this one. And I know the be real hook, the sample, it helps out a lot. And he utilized it very smartly with this song. But when I think of Red, this is one of the songs that I think of first. Meth, he has a lot of joints in the chamber, and there's so many to choose from. But with Red, this is just one of the standouts for me for Red. And I feel like Time for, Time for Some Action doesn't get as much recognition as it should. No, it I'm going to give it his flowers. Go on, Red. Okay. Round 17. Release your Delph versus mm. Redman's I'll Be That. And all I'm going to say... Y'all gonna know who who I picked because uh, I like blue raspberry. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, I'm going with meth in this round. Dope. I mean, I'll be that was a great commercial hit for Red in '98, but release your Delph is something else. I'm sorry, I'm with meth. Going with meth too. Um, once again, I'll be that. It just has that sound of trying to be too commercial in the 2000s, man. That docks the name. It, it, Red wasn't red on that joint, man. He he was trying to appease the crowd. He was trying to appease the, the mainstream. And I'll be that is catchy. Listen, it was one of the most clever videos of that time period. You know, had comedy. Red was, had my man Cormega in it, shout out. And Red was being comical and everything. Just the beat, I just, I'm not a big fan of them kind of beats, man. Like, yeah, I'm going with meth, man. All right. And T.O., you said who again? I got meth. You got meth. Okay. Round 18, where things got even more interesting. I'm going to go last on this one, but uh, (laughs) you're all I need versus how high, red men. Oof. Who wants to go first? 
Y'all gonna hate me for this one. Go on. I love Method Man, and all I need is probably one of the biggest hit single he ever had, and it's a cult classic, and you can't go wrong without having Mary J. Blige on that song, and I love it. Like I said, y'all gonna hate me, but I might call this a draw. Mm. Whatever dope you've been smoking, you need to pass it here, sir. <laughs> I, I might go in red. I'm inching, but... Uh, now, you know what? You sure it's a draw? Don't be, don't be pressured. Listen, don't change your mind because of I'm me. sorry. I'm but, sorry. But, 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 but that dope that you're smoking must be real potent. It might, shot. Be, it might be a draw for me. I know, I know, I know. All I need for anybody is going to top how high. I understand, mm-hmm. but it's the, but it's the verse. It's Red Man's verse. Like people sleep on his verse. Yeah, I agree. I actually am picking Red Man. How high verse? His verse there. What? Yep. You too? I am. <laughs> Can I get he... some of that black seed oil that you? That you <laughs> Yo, I, I want to experience what y'all feeling right now. Oh, my God. I can't wait to, to chime in on this, but go on. Hey, man. Redman killed it on the, high, high, on the How High verse. And this isn't the How High off the freaking soundtrack. Now. Oh, this is the How High off the show yeah. we're talking this, about. Yeah, this is we're the real about the show. We're talking about and the show How High. His, his personality, his flow... It, Redman was just classic on that And I'm not taking anything away from All That I Need Which has like three or four different versions You know <laughs> It sure does Yeah um, How High actually has two versions <laughs> Believe it or not But a three with the freaking um, The movie joint. Yeah, um, yeah there was a RZA joint And then the, the, um, the soundtrack and, How High and, I guess and, and, and the joint that appeared on uh, the Blackout album mm. Ah yeah, yeah. So they were like three or four. Uh, yeah, each of these songs has multiple versions. Mm-hmm. Because the the Takal version of "You're All I Need," Mary's not on there. No. Nope. Yeah, but, I'm sticking with "How High" with Red. It just did it for me. I'm shocked. I really thought this was gonna be a clean sweep for Meth, but y'all gotta understand. "You're All I Need" is the the definitive biggest. Method Man song, not just for meth, not just for Def Jam, but for hip hop. Yeah, Y'all remember in 1994, Def Jam almost went out of business, mm-hmm. and in that one year, Warren G putting out Regulator and Pe- and Method Man putting out You're All I Need saved Def Jam from crumbling. Yep, so and that song, like, I don't know, like. If you had to ask me what's method, not his best song, but what his biggest overall hit is, I think it's You're All I Need. And plus, the Queen is on it that is. song. So you can't, like, like people said, you can't go wrong with Mary J. So I got to give this one to Meth, man. I'm sorry. This, yeah, I got to remember, the... I'm a smoker. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I'm, picking, I'm picking out high, man, just based off of that. Well, <laughs> pass, pass, pass that over here because I'm got to. I gotta try to understand how you picked, even though "How High" is not a bad song by any stretch. But once I couldn't, and you know what? I had a preconceived notion in my mind that, mm-hmm. and I said this to myself before I sat down and watched the battle. I said, if Method Man pulls out, "You're All I Need," 
That's an automatic W because I don't think anything in Redman's catalog could have touched that. Like I said, all that I need is his biggest commercial hit. And he was this is his time when his debut album came. He was on fire. Yep. Okay. Uh, the, the, ne- though. <laughs> the next round. Pick it uh, up. Pick it up. Tonight's the night by Redman versus Method Man. Oh no. Now, now keep in mind each of these songs also, for those of you at home who haven't watched this battle, each of each of these songs has a remix to it. So yeah. um but yeah, uh, I'll go first if y'all don't mind. Uh, I like tonight's tonight, but every time I hear M E T H O D, man, it, it's a it's an automatic dub for meth in my in my book. I agree. Same thing. That's what got me hooked to the Wu Tang was when I heard that M E T H O D, man. Yeah, so I gotta go with the vintage right there. Meth. I I know we both just criticized. I know we both went red on how high or draw. But I'm gonna go with meth on this one too. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, recap rounds uh, 15 through 19, since that's five rounds. Um, I have it: Method Man four, Red Man zero, and a draw. The uh, draw being grand finale in four, three, two, one. So, meth uh, is is the overall leader on the Alfred scorecard. Gotcha. I got um Meth having ten. I got Redman having a nine. Ten to nine for me for Meth. What about you, Tio? Hold on, let me check. Scorecard ain't easy, man. I failed math a couple times. Damn, I actually got both of them eight. Oh, you got a tie. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, the next round, which uh, I got some uh, I got some comments for this one, but um, it's uh, the good uh, Method Man. I mean, Red Man went twice. The goodness and let's get dirty, and Method Man went twice with of uh, Mike's and Men and Lemon. Uh, to you go first. This is tough. I might. Hmm. I might go with meth only because Let's Get Dirty wasn't, it was so much of a commercial. If I'm not mistaken, was Let's Get Dirty off Malpractice? Yes, Let's Get Dirty was off of Malpractice. And, uh, tonight's and the goodness tonight, was docked the, names to, uh, the goodness, sorry, the was goodness docked. Was I would have went with Red, but I wasn't much of a fan of Let's Get Dirty. Me I'm me. going with meth. Okay. E, do you mind if I chime in before you go? Go right ahead. Now, when Redman went first, I'm going to tell you because I don't like Docs to Name 2000, and I'm very iffy on malpractice. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I automatically was going to give this to, to Method Man. However, Method Man broke a Candyman versus rule, so I had to automatically give it to Redman. Mm-hmm. He pl- even though he has a verse on it, he played a Conway the Machine joint. So, I, I was like, nah. Method, and throughout this battle, I've been giving him passes, but he's played too many songs where he where it wasn't his song and he had the verse. So, I was like, you know what? Red Man's playing by the book, so I'm giving it to Red, even though... And, and then also, and I know I may catch some flack for this, but um, the other song he played in this round of Mikes and Men, I really wasn't 
never really like I don't dislike that song, but I don't like it either, if that makes sense. Like it's just like if it comes on, I'll listen to it, but that's a song I don't go out of my way to find to listen to. Like I'm not gonna go search it and pull it up in my phone. But yeah. if it play if it comes on, I, I don't I don't skip it either. So it's like a it's like a it is what it is track, but I'm going Red Man here. Mm, that's 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 understandable. Uh, what about you, E? Well, I already shared how I feel about Doc's name, 2000 and Malpractice. So this was easy for me to give to Meth because Of Mike's and Men is actually from the Hulu series. Yeah. And that was the song that came on after the first episode. Yep. And nobody knew where that was from. Not even me. I'm like, what is this? This is even hiding this? Is it? Oh, is this on the soundtrack? Nope. Not even on the soundtrack. This is a raw gem that you had to dig up. From my good friends at YouTube. And I loved it. I thought it was raw. It was vintage meth. I don't know when he recorded it, but it sounded like it was done in the mid-90s, even though it might not have been. But that was pretty mm-hmm. dope. Oh, Lemon yeah. with Conway. And I get what you're saying, Al, about you know using verses from other people's tracks. And you know, I'm sure you've gotten frustrated as far as um throughout the verses with him taking people's um taking his verse from right. people's and, tracks and, and stuff like you that. You understand that because it's not like Meth has a small catalog of his own stuff. Yeah, uh, see, yeah, and I actually agree with that. I actually wish he kind of went more in the vault with the stuff that he has, or kept it in the family. And once again, shout out to my man Master Killer, but he has gems with Master Killer that he could have used. But him doing this joint with Conway, it shows his relevance. And it shows his evolution. Because uh-huh. as I mentioned earlier, he hasn't cussed in his raps in five years or what have you. And when he did this track with Conway, the Griselda boys, though, he showed up and he held it down. You I did. had to give it to him. I had to give it to yeah. him, you know, based yeah. on that. And okay. yeah, shout out to Griselda, always. Yeah, shout out to Buffalo, man. Um... The overtime. This next one, I had so much difficulty with. Uh, Red Man goes with his verse off Headbanger, which is the uh, song from uh, from Out of Business, and Method Man went with Triumph off of Wu Tang Forever. And I like both. I love both songs. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the Russian judge on this one. What you giving <laughs> it a draw? I'm giving it to Red. Why? The- because me personally, Beth, I love you dearly, but everybody, when they talk about Triumph, as good as Meth is, we always going to talk about Inspector Deck's opening verse, yep. which is probably the best verse in that damn song. Headbanger, you had so much energy from Parrish to Eric to K-Solo to Redman. I'm sorry. I'm going with Headbanger off the back. What about you, E? I'm actually going Redman. As T.O. said, Inspector Deck shined on that. And Meth himself said it. Deck is one of his top five MCs of all time. So there's no denying that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He said his top five MCs was Inspector Deck, Inspector Deck, Inspector Deck, Inspector Deck, Inspector Deck. That's what he said. He said it just like that. And, you know, it's hard to overlook that. And And he brought Deck out. Yeah, he did. I had to give it to Redwood Headbanger, man. Red killed that joint. He's, I think, was the standout in that song. Red mm. gets it for me. Red had the last verse. So, 
I gave this round to red, and I'm going to tell y'all why. So there's a little story time, if y'all don't mind. Oh, so, no. <laughs> and T.O., you, we've had plenty of conversations in York College, me, you, and <sighs> you. And you know that I am a huge EPMD fan, right? Uh, so, But that ain't the only reason. What do you mean that's not the only reason? Who else was on the song, Al? K-Solo, Redman. Yeah. Yeah, as much as you get on K-Solo, no, don't talk about it. No, but, like, hold on. So, like, I never started listening to Redman until, like, when did I get on Redman? Like, around 2009-10, when I started listening to EPMD and going back and listening to old stuff. Because, you know, where... Because you want to hear that quicker pickle up or crap. Listen, that's a hot line, but, um... Oh, God. You know hot line. I got on... I'm not going to lie. I got on the EPMD like 15 years late. I'll admit it. But um, when I heard Headbanger, Matt, T.O., do you remember what line I always quote from Headbanger? Was it that stupid, ah, 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 all that crap? Yes. My man, Red Man, said, ow, ow, like cerebral palsy. I said, oh, shit. Ah. Every time I hear that line, yo, I'm listening to the song like normal. I had to stop that shit and rewind the first time I heard it. He said, ah, ah, like cerebral palsy. I'm like, to me, that's the equivalent of Buster Rhymes' rah, rah, like a Dungeon Dragon. You know what I mean? So, um, noises, yeah. And then even, um, like, like y'all said, Triumph is a hard song, but nobody talks about Triumph for Method Man. It's Inspector Deck's first verse that everybody that I've spoken to that when Triumph comes up, that's what they bring up. The first thing. So, and then overall, now, don't get me wrong. Overall, I think Triumph is the better song. But as yeah. far as verses, I think that Headbanger is the song that made people turn their heads and be like, oh, shit, Reggie? Redman? He said that? He could rap like that? Like, so I give this one to Redman. Even though it wasn't a Red Man song, right? It wasn't a Red Man song. However, I could understand him picking it because this is the song that put Red Man on the map. It was good to see all four of them on stage. Yeah. Yeah. And if now correct me if I'm wrong with what I'm about to say. But you can't tell the story of Red Man without including that track. Am I wrong or am I right? No, you can't. Word. The music video for that was hard, by the way. Uh it's on YouTube if anybody wants to look at it. Um yeah. The last one, also difficult. Oh, that's easy. Each of them did the rock, uh, their verse from Rockweiler, which is off of uh, Blackout. Uh, T.O., since it's easy, talk to the people. Draw. Simple. <laughs> I actually voted the same way. What about you, E? I got Method Man. Really? Why, if I may ask? He finessed it. And his, his charisma just, to me, outshined Red's energy for once. Cause I like Red's and I love Red's energy on the tracks that they do, but the beat it was smooth, it wasn't as amped as they normally do, it was quick, and I feel like Meth brought the antidote for that one more than Red in my opinion. So I'm giving this one to Meth. As I'm putting the draw because they both killed it. They did, but, but in my opinion, I will agree that Meth had a better flow. But. Our- they both killed it. Now, I'm surprised of one song they didn't put on there. Which was? Tear the Roof Off. Yeah, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. 
I, I agree with you. And even if they did put Ted the roof off, I know who I was going to go with. Who? Red. Hey. I'm sorry. Red had the better lyrics on that song. Meth did too, but Red, he killed it. Was that on, first? Whose album was that on? It was actually both on the Blackout and the Into Deep soundtrack. Okay. That was it on um, Red's album? Was it on Malpractice? Hold on. I'm going to actually... Cause I, I, I maybe I'm bugging. I, I thought I, did, I thought they did it again where they split the song. What song did you say again? Tear say, the roof off. Not the Buster version. Tear the roof off. No, it was not on Malpractice. What's the last name? Hold on, I'm I'm looking it up. I actually pulled up, went up to the music section on my I phone. I thought it was on the blackout, and maybe it was on the blackout as a bonus version, but I think yeah. I may have heard it. No, it's not on Doc's name. No, it's not on Doc's name. But you're right, it was on um, the Into Deep soundtrack, though. No, it's not even on blackout. Really? Mm. Yeah. I could have sworn it was a bonus track on the blackout. Was a I bonus. No, the, the the bonus track on the blackout is um the how high oh, remix. Hi. Uh oh no, no no it's on blackout. Tear it off. Oh tear it! Wow, I see. That's... Yeah, track eight, track eight. Yeah, you're right. It's on blackout. Okay. Don't mean shoot y'all. You don't want to fuck with us. <laughs> so final scorecards, gentlemen. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll I have meth winning this by an interesting score. Of ten to six to six, Method Man ten rounds, Red Man six rounds, and six rounds were a draw, which is a career high for my versus ranking. <laughs> to, I think he's calculating. I'll give you time with the map. All right, so I got mine. Um, I have it at the end of the regular rounds. I had it twelve to nine, Meth. And then with the OT, have it 13 to 10 in favor of Meth. So Meth wins on two scorecards. T.O., who wins on your card? I got Meth. Yeah, I think I got. Yeah, I got Meth uh, 9 to 8. Damn. So so you two had it close, and I, yeah. I had more space. Okay. Yeah, but there was a stretch there where Meth won four rounds straight, which boosted him up on my scorecard. So, um, yeah, same. But but overall, what y'all thought about the the actual verses? I know I know my sentiment, which I know a lot of people share. Um, again, like I said earlier, uh, it felt like nobody was trying to win. It just felt like a mm-hmm. concert. It was a mm-hmm. performance. I didn't you know, see it as a competition, and I don't think what? they. If you talk to them, they're not going to tell you it's a competition. Word. You, you know what you know what I loved about the well I ain't gonna say verses I'm gonna say a concert it just went to remind y'all that these two still have the chemistry there as far as stage presence and as far as records yeah their 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 chemistry is outstanding fanatic and I feel like they're long lost brothers in hip hop <laughs> yeah man I totally agree um funny enough. I don't want to be the bitter guy here, but it was sour grapes for me when Meth didn't know the Riddler. It didn't put a damper too much on <clears throat> the overall performance. 
It just actually made me appreciate Raekwon and Ghostface's verses a little bit more, though. Because mm. I like the competitiveness that they had and saying, oh, you chopped my arm off. Oh, man, you hit me with a sword and all that. And, you know, the camaraderie with Meth and Redman will never be seen again. And all these guys that are out now and Young Thug and, I don't know, freaking the baby. You know, they don't have that, man. There will never, ever be a duo like these two that aren't from the same group. That came from two different groups and became an ultimate tag team. Personally, I would love to see a versus between Method Man and Red Man and Ghostface and Raekwon. I know a we'd tag, probably a tag team. I'd I would love that. And it would be hard oh. because we'd hear a lot of the same songs we've heard. But just the performance aspect, if they do that off the performance aspect alone, and these guys know the words to the songs and come in and just try to outperform each other. That would be something to see for me. Mm. But great verses all overall. Shout out to DJ Scratch. Killed it with the halftime. Um, the second go around, I didn't watch it because I was trying to focus more on the um, getting the scorecards correct. But I was actually jamming the first time because I was taking a trip from the Bronx back home to Queens. And that set was live, man. Even when I was... Back home in Queens, I, I just sat there in the car and just kind of waited him to finish his set. And, came back and, 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 and shout outs to the people that came out to help along. RZA, Deck, oh, Keith, yeah. K-Solo, EPMD. It was a good look for the hit and Death Squad to see each other at the end. Yeah. And the homie um from the Jersey. Life. He's, yeah, Street, Street Life. Life. Oh, we forgot. What's his name from the Lords of the Underground? We yeah, forgot he, he came out. Yeah. He's running for Senate. Really? That's uh, do it all. Yeah, he's running do for Senate. He, he had announced that, and that what a great platform to announce that on. I'm sure he's gonna get some votes. Speaking of announcements, that. what's the secret crap I'm hearing with DJ Scratch and RZA that they were talking about? Oh yeah, they got a a, a joint album coming out. I guess uh, Scratch is doing the production and RZA's doing the rhyme. And I heard one of um the latest songs off of that joint. It actually, sounds pretty tight. He's doing a Bobby Digital thing again. Uh huh. Word. Yeah, RZA kind of... <laughs> it seemed like he didn't want to answer that first scratch. I had to bring it up like three times. I don't know if RZA was drunk or something like that, but uh, you got to pull it out of him before he left the stage. I, I mean, it was 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, overall, um, I enjoyed the battle. Um, does anybody know what the next Versus is? Did they... Uh, because I didn't, I didn't see any announcement on the feed that I watched. Um, it's this, supposed. Yeah, go ahead. I, it's not. I don't. I ain't hear anything about another versus. I know I heard something about Timberland and Swiss Beats doing something soon, but I forgot what it was. Yeah, they're going on the R and B side. The last time I heard that they were gonna do, if I'm not mistaken, Escape versus SWV. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm and, I'm not a I'm not an R&B head, so I'll be skipping that one. Yeah, and uh, probably not gonna like this one too much. But they were hinting at doing a Babyface versus Teddy Riley rematch. Oh, good. the first no. re- that would be the first rematch in versus history. <laughs> yeah. Ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully your boy Teddy Riley could get it right uh, the first oh, time. Man. You don't have to reschedule. My bad, Teddy Riley. <laughs> Yo, somebody fired a sound guy. <laughs> yeah, he lost a lot of points, and then he was trying to like talk about he's too rich anyway and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, Teddy Riley had the hype man. And, oh man, yo, every time I need a good laugh, I watch that original video. <laughs> <laughs> all 
But uh, uh, for the people out there listening to this, um, if uh, if you agreed or disagreed with our takes and opinions or even our scorecards or if you thought I was bugging given six rounds a draw, <laughs> hit, hit us up in the Instagram DM and tell us all about it or comment on one of the posts that will be made uh, when uh, we put the post up advertising the episode. Uh, we'd love to hear your opinion. Uh, T.O., man, we need you back here more often, man. I'm going to do my best, man. It's, it's Like I said, my life is a bit critical, but at the same time, I will find some time to record with y'all. It's going to happen. Well, you did say on your last appearance, it, it wasn't goodbye, but it was, uh, I'll see you when I see you, and we, we see you today, man. Of course. And shout out to QG. I know you couldn't make it, brother. Yeah, man. Q, yo, QG, we riding with you, man. Uh, and, and, and Q, for, for, for not knowing, yes, this was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, yo, I, it's crazy. Funny funny behind the scenes, pull back the curtain story. So a couple of days ago, when we was planning this episode, because we plan every episode in advance on the Rap Lab. So I told my man Eric, Rev Barber, on some wrestling type shit, Yo, we got a mystery partner this week. <laughs> yo, he was like, who? And I'm like, yo, don't worry about it. But you're going to be happy when, when you hear who it is. And I sure was, man. It's a pleasant surprise, man. One of the founding fathers of this joint. You know what I'm saying? Much respect, dude. And uh, honestly, do man. My brothers. Uh, honestly, man, T.O. Uh, passed the torch. Because if, if, if T.O. didn't have stuff to take care of in his life, we would have never had E on the show every week. So everything of works course. out. Of course. Of course. Uh, but but there will, the there, there, there will be it's one me. day when the four of us are on on every episode every week. So when that day is, I don't know. But when it comes, I will welcome it with open arms. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't watch Method Man vs. Red Man, I need y'all to go check that out. If y'all watched it, it won't hurt to maybe, well... It, it, it was kind of lengthy, so if you don't watch it again, I don't. <laughs> but it's definitely worth seeing if you haven't if you haven't seen it. And again, if y'all thought any of us were wrong, crazy, out of our rabbit ass minds, hit us up and tell us. And uh, yeah, man, and uh, that's it for this week. Anything y'all want to say before we be, before we out? Yeah, man, a rap lab. Tell a friend and tell a friend, man. Spread the word. We out here giving y'all a real raw hip hop thoughts and opinions about the real hip hop. Not this uh fabricated stuff we got for the young guys. This is a little bit for the OGs, but for everybody in the education, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what? And the rev and the Reverend has spoken. Amen. And uh yeah, and to, to follow that up, man, uh I'm not trying to sound angry, but I gotta say this. For those of y'all that like to debate rap and say that y'all hip hop heads, if you're not listening to this show, I I I gotta revoke your I gotta revoke your hip hop head card because any 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 nah for real your hip hop card your hip hop fandom card is invalid because we be dropping some gems on this show and y'all like to sit in the barbershop and waste my time and waste my breath and make me debate with y'all and y'all phony ass dumbass arguments and then and and y'all swear up and down y'all be knowing stuff I'll never forget I was in the Bronx. My man said he never heard a KRS-One song, and he was born and raised in the Bronx. Damn on you. And you talk about hip-hop. So then I told that man, I said, yo, we got a podcast, man. You get, you, you, you learn some knowledge listening to us. Yo, the next time I went, I seen homie, 
was like, yo, you listen to the Rap Lab? It's been three months since I last saw you. Nah, man. Nah. I said, what you mean, nah? You ain't no real hip-hop head. And there's plenty of y'all on Facebook. I'm Yeah, yeah. If you think I'm talking about you, yes, I'm talking about you. Y'all probably ain't even gonna hear this shit because y'all don't listen know how. But, listen. I know y'all. I'm gonna start calling out y'all fake hip-hop heads. Just wait till I see y'all. <laughs> listen, listen life is short <laughs> and 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 the world is small and there's gonna be one day where some of y'all fake hip-hop heads are gonna uh, the world gonna open back up one day this pandemic ain't gonna last forever and we're gonna be in the same place at the same time and it's gonna be a hip-hop oriented conversation and i'm coming for y'all and i'm gonna call all y'all out so fuck with me <laughs> and with yes, that sir. And with that said, uh, great to add T.O. back, and uh, we see you next week. Peace. Yeah.